Well, hello there. I'm Dr. Kara, shaman, energy master, registered nurse, doctor of natural health, and a mom. I'm an ordinary person living my extraordinary life, but it wasn't always this way. Learning to walk a shamanic path opened me to extraordinary and changed the course of my life. Welcome to the Ascended Evolution Podcast, where season after season, I will be your guide around the medicine wheel, following the ancient wisdom path of indigenous peoples. We are all in the midst of a wild and crazy ascension process, and I wanna help you, I wanna support you. May these episodes inspire you to shine bright and live into your infinite potential with peace in your mind and love in your heart. Welcome back to the Ascended Evolution podcast. I'm Dr. Kara, and I'm really excited to be here with you today. In episode eight, I mentioned I would speak more about the spiritual aspects of plants. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about this and how paying attention to the energy of my client and the energy of the healing tools I was using changed the way I practice. And I think as I walk you through this process of the timeline of my own evolution as a practitioner, you're going to be able to see how my evolution with plants and how I saw of plants as healing tools shifted. I hope you can appreciate my journey and perhaps even see a piece of yourself mirrored within my journey. You might want to grab a pen and paper to jot down some of the concepts that I talk about or perhaps listen to this episode more than once as some, if not all, of this information may be a very new perspective for you. Are you ready? All right, here we go. There's an invisible spiritual reality behind our physical reality. And while most of us predominantly operate in the physical, the unseen reality behind the one we can touch is alive, dynamic, and filled with potential, and it impacts what's manifest in the physical. Before I go any further, I just want to clarify what I mean when I use the word spiritual. For today's episode, when I use that word, spiritual, I'm referring to the soul or non-physical aspect of someone or something as opposed to the religious definition or any religious reference. I'm talking about energy intelligence. So everything that exists in nature has an energy intelligence. And this energy intelligence holds the key to conscious creation and ascending evolution of the current state of ourselves and of our planet. While this subject is vast, in today's episode, I'm focusing on one aspect, and that is how energy can influence the path to illness and the path to wellness. To understand ourselves and how the health condition of the physical body expresses itself, we have to recognize our physical body is coming into form based on four elements. These elements include genetic information, our age, our lifestyle, or our environment, and also our beliefs. How it comes into form is determined by energy intelligence. All four of these elements impact the expression of our DNA. 
the expression of our cells. And all four of these elements bring an energy or a frequency to this expression. Ultimately, it is the energy intelligence of these elements that defines the expression of the DNA. Illness and disease do not just happen to us. Depression, anxiety, colds, cancer, they don't just happen to us. They manifest within us, and we are a part of that manifestation process. Again, determined by the expression of our genetic information, our age, our lifestyle choices, the environment we're in, and also our beliefs. So we don't always think of it this way. In fact, we rarely probably think of it this way. We tend to only look at the physical aspects and the physiology of the body based on science alone. And when we seek to understand illness and we seek out our solutions, we tend to look to science. And this is good. However, what I found in my own practice is that science hasn't really kept up with the energetic, intelligent evolution process. So as a culture, we've come to rely on the science of what we can see with our visible eyes as the entire basis for life, when in fact, there's an entire unseen world that holds answers and powerful keys to restoring health, balance, and happiness. If we think of it like an iceberg, there's so much more that is unseen and under the surface than what we see above. And the unseen parts of the iceberg, we can all agree, are extremely important. The unseen aspects of our world are important too. And likely, they're more important than we may realize. When I first began my private consulting practice, I offered education and support on natural solutions to people struggling to overcome health obstacles. Most of my clients were experiencing chronic health issues and we would discuss dietary changes that could be made, and I would provide information on nutritional supplement research while educating on the anatomy and the physiology of the body. A purely physical approach, albeit natural as opposed to chemical, the information was still primarily intellectual. At the same time, I was applying these same principles to my own personal healing process. And while I was improving, and many of my clients were also improving, I still felt like there was something I was missing. I could see the emotional wounds of my clients that they were struggling to process, and I really wanted to help. I could feel and sense my own emotional struggles, and I really wanted them to be better. I started learning about homeopathy. Homeopathy is over 200 years old, and it's a system that's based on the belief that the body can cure itself when given the right support. It is built on a belief that like cures like, meaning when the body's given a minute dose of the substance that would cause in a healthy, balanced person the same symptoms the unhealthy client is trying to correct, the substance itself given creates a healing response that opens the path of healing and gently guides the client back to balance. These substances are called remedies and can be made from plants, minerals, animal products, 
and energy fields. Sometimes the stimulation of the homeopathic remedy can be referred to as a retracing. When using homeopathy, clients typically heal from the inside out, from the head down, and in the reverse order of their symptoms. This is retracing. After my first child was born, I got a real-life personal opportunity to put homeopathy to the test. At 18 months old, my son was still only sleeping for about an hour at a time. In addition, on most of those occasions, for him to sleep at all, he had to be in my arms or right next to me. I was exhausted. And my son, he wasn't the happiest baby either. A dear friend and colleague, very knowledgeable and gifted in homeopathic practice, suggested a dose of what she thought was his constitutional remedy. We tried it. We gave him one dose at a particular potency. And about 48 hours later, he had an episode of vomiting in the morning. He showed no other signs of illness or imbalance. Throughout that day, again, still no signs of imbalance, no struggles that were abnormal. And that night, I put him to bed as usual. And for the first time in his life, he slept through the night in his crib. He has slept through the night ever since. He's 18 years old. I was astounded at these results and so, so grateful because I was finally able to get more than an hour of sleep uninterrupted. At that moment, my belief in energy medicine really anchored within me. I continued studying homeopathy and other forms of energy medicine. I needed to learn more. I needed to understand. And homeopathy and energy medicine eventually became cornerstones and foundational principles of my practice. Homeopathy expanded my awareness and understanding of energy medicine. Homeopathic remedies contain the energy or essence of the substance from which they are derived. Classical homeopathy often works with one remedy at a time in various doses or frequencies. We used classical homeopathy with my son. Combination homeopathy, as the name implies, offers several remedies of various frequencies all in one preparation. They have a layered and synergistic effect to them. And like classical homeopathy, they have the potential to impact all four aspects of a person, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Unlike classical homeopathy, combination homeopathy is gaining in popularity because it has a wider bandwidth of action, and it can also take into consideration the biochemical properties of the body as well. When clients began merging homeopathy with nutritional supplements and herbals, the healing process shifted too. Their results were faster and they were deeper. Something called a healing crisis can happen when the body is returning itself to balance. A healing crisis is an experience of unpleasant symptoms, but it's only for a short duration as the body is coming back into balance. In the example of my son, his vomiting episode 
was a healing crisis or a healing response. He purged what was blocking the natural flow within his body. The homeopathic remedy removed the block because his body was unable to do it without the outside support or inertia or force. A healing crisis can be very common. However, clients unfamiliar with supporting the body in this way can confuse a healing crisis with getting worse or perhaps that the solution isn't right for them or it's not working, when in fact, it is often a very positive sign that the body is responding in this way and that the potential for true authentic healing at the root of the cause of illness is actually happening. Your skilled practitioner can help you determine the difference and walk you through this process if it happens. So to sum it up at this point, I came to realize solutions that had an energy element to them often created a deeper, more complete healing response in the body. They also often had an impact on more than one aspect of the body. What a plus. Remember, I was looking for solutions that could help my clients, not only at the physical level, but also the emotional level too. More learning, more education, more application, and more studying of the results that my clients and I were experiencing by applying these natural solutions. I began to realize that food has a frequency as well. Herbs, plants, everything has a particular frequency. And our bodies have a frequency too. Illness has a frequency. Each body system, each cell has a frequency. And the frequency of the body is determined by the sum of all the energy of its parts. The frequency is the energy intelligence expressing itself. When we work at the level of the energy intelligence of the body, the illness or imbalance, and we look at the energy intelligence of our solutions, the healing potential expands exponentially. And this is true for physical issues, emotional situations, and spiritual or energetic imbalances as well. When the frequency of a problem resonates with a solution, the healing potential greatly expands. What does it mean for the healing potential to expand? Well, for me, it means that the pathway for healing opens wide. The chaos and the confusion that is stuck in whatever aspects of the body can now be clear and communication can be restored. This communication could be among organ systems or it could be between the mental mind and the spirit or perhaps even the emotional body and the mental bodies. Regardless, open communication is restored and the innate healing potential is activated as the body, mind, and spirit return to balance. A higher vibration is achieved. As I became aware of this and applied this to my work with my clients again and again, my work then shifted one more time. The solutions co-created among my clients, me, and the energy became truly directed by matching energetic frequencies. 
And I believe that this is the direction of true medicine, understanding the energy of the illness, the energy of the person, the energy intelligence of the natural solutions we choose, the food we eat, the company we keep. When we take into account the energy of all of these aspects, we tap into the greatest potential and we also open ourselves to returning back to homeostasis, returning back to balance. Practicing in this way is like listening in on all the communication that's happening, cell to cell, mind to spirit, all the communication that's happening in and around the body. On the flip side of this, when the body is given a solution that lowers the vibration, perhaps it doesn't match. Oftentimes when solutions don't match, it's just um, neutral, nothing changes. But sometimes we enter in a substance or a situation that actually lowers the vibration. And to exemplify this, I'm going to use sugar. So the body, when given a solution that has a lower vibration, finds itself having to work harder to find balance. And in some circumstances, struggles to find balance at all. And this, I believe, is when disease begins to set in. So therefore, certain foods, behaviors, and elements with low vibration can actually create illness or chronic situations over time. So again, sugar is a great example of this. Due to its lack of vital living ingredients, its vibration is rather low. So when we eat white sugar, it lowers the vibration of the body. It lowers the resilience of the body because those two things kind of work hand in hand. The energy of the body responds to everything that it's exposed to, whether we can see it or we can't see it. Remember that analogy of the iceberg. Many things happen under the surface before symptoms or something presents in the physical. So in general, sugar lowers the energy of everyone's vibration. However, each person's individual chemistry or constitution will determine the extent of impact the sugar that's eaten has on the body and what will be created as a physical expression of the illness or imbalance. Let me try to explain. A person who's overtired, overworked, stressed, and relying on sugar day after day to get through that 3 p.m. slump in their workday will be more likely to catch a cold or succumb to a chronic situation because the already low vibration of the stressed body has little reserve to combat or resist the low vibration of the sugar. So it matches the low vibration. When the body comes into contact with an immune challenge, such as a virus or bacteria, the resilience has been lowered by the intake of sugar, and the body is more likely to attract in viruses to begin with. And then when they are attracted in, the body is more likely to uh, succumb to the immune challenge. On the other hand, take a person who exercises 
and meditates regularly, eats a diet of living food and gets adequate rest. This person's overall constitution and energetic vibe is pretty high. They might eat sugar now and then, a dessert here and there, and this sugar is likely to have a lesser impact on the higher energetic intelligence of this person, right? Because this sugar is not matching an already low vibration. This person is able to hold its vibration rather than lower it when the energy of the sugar meets the energy of the body. So when I learn to reverse engineer, in a sense, different solutions to my client's set of symptoms by looking at the vibrational cause underneath these symptoms, the healing potential expanded in all directions. And the closer we could get to restoring balance at the root of the problem. With this awareness technique and this process, solutions for chronic long-term situations that were seemingly unresolvable often found a path of resolution. I know this can be a lot, and I hope you're sticking with me. I've been focusing on the physical body. However, the same process was applied to imbalances of all kinds. So in my practice, I was starting to identify with the resonance or the vibration of particular emotions that clients were having and I was able to match this resonance with a solution, whether it was an essential oil or a homeopathic remedy or even food that would help to shift the resonance and shift them out of that emotional resonance and help them bring in light to a path of healing. So when emotional situations are looked at from this perspective of energy, the potential for solid real-life transformation can be phenomenal. When it comes to energy practice or energy healing, I follow one of the principles of shamanism, of illuminating the client's energy and extracting out or shifting the energy that no longer resonates for the client's highest potential. When this is combined with the client's own at-home practice in between sessions, results can actually be pretty far-reaching. In fact, the shamanic lineage teaches that each energy session, the work, will impact seven generations forward and seven generations backward in the receiver of the energy. I love the metaphor of the pebble thrown into the pool of water to describe this bi-directional seven-generational reach. When a pebble is cast into a body of water, it doesn't matter how large or small the pebble or where it is thrown into the water. Everything within that pond perceives the impact that was made as the pebble breached the surface of the water. So every grain of sand, every animal, and every plant was touched by the ripple. And some maybe were not able to perceive it or detect it at that moment, but it impacted them nevertheless. And this is one of the aspects of this work that attracts me to it most. 
the deep and everlasting impact it can have on the life of the client and on the practitioner, but also on the lives of the past and the future generations. Super, super powerful, right? To me, this is how humanity will heal, how we will continue to change the world. Most recently in my practice, my work has led me deeper into the world of herbalism and some of the plant medicine of the jungle. My awareness of the spirit of the plant kingdom continues to deepen. And I've found that connecting to the spirit of plants is truly a beautiful healing process. My relationship with plants shifted as I began to realize they're not only physically alive, but spiritually alive too, with their own personalities, wisdom, and teachings. Plants embody their own medicine, and they have a deep desire to interact with us humans. Not only do they want to interact, they want to have a co-creative relationship in which reciprocity exists. In reciprocity, the plants help us and we help the plants. There's a mutual love, respect, investment, and benefit from both parties. The plants have a deep calling to connect with us, to raise the vibration of humanity and the planet itself. And neither of us can do it alone. We must do it together, reciprocity. It's beautiful, isn't it? Plants hold the means by which we can heal our emotional baggage and move out of lower emotional frequencies such as anger, resentment, grief, hatred, judgment, and move into higher emotional frequencies such as trust, integrity, and unconditional love. They can help us illuminate our shadows and embrace them. One of the ways I've opened to communicate with the plants is through plant dietas. A dieta is a diet, a diet for all aspects of my being. So over a period of a month, I consumed the tea of the plant. I sat in sacred ceremony with the plant. And then I created sacred space with the plant. Together, we built a relationship. In addition, I restricted my diet and I restricted my exposure to people and electronics. This experience has truly been an honor and very humbling. Within the sacred space, an exchange of energy occurred between the plant, each plant, and myself. The spiritual medicine of the plant comes to live within me And I care for it as I would a newborn child. Together we grow into infinity. At the moment, at present time, I've completed eight plant dietas now. I have eight new friends. These plants all happen to be from the jungle. But I suspect I'll be dieting other plants as well. Here's just a little piece of what I've learned so far. There are intricate patterns that create nature, all of nature. These patterns of nature bridge the gap 
between our head and our heart. Nature opens our hearts to unity because nature mirrors unity back to us. One way in which this happens is in how the entire ecosystem depends upon all the parts working cohesively together to create balance. We've seen this with pesticides and how pesticides can deeply disrupt the delicate balance of the ecosystem. And we can heed that example and come to understand how to create that harmony among humanity and to assist in restoring that same harmony to the living ecosystems in our communities. At times, it may look unsurmountable if we are only looking with our physical eyes and we're only seeing individuality without unity. However, spirituality, energy intelligence, and the co-creative healing is not linear. We do not need to know the how, the why. Instead, we're being called to learn to listen, to trust, to open, and to be compassionate, and to be love. The nonlinear way often does not make sense to a linear thinker. We must learn to keep ourselves open and fluid to the signs and the synchronicities coming towards us. They will illuminate the path of ascension. They will illuminate the choices that will lead us towards unity. It is through our intuition and our heart space that we connect with the spirit of the plant, the spirit of nature, and we build a relationship. You do not have to diet plants to know this or to connect with nature. Simply spending time in nature, honoring the elements of the earth, our trees, plants, flowers, stones, a blade of grass, our animals. It all creates an impact and it contributes to the rebalancing, to the living in unison with living things and with our planet. Our spiritual growth depends on healing and our healing depends on our spirituality, our energy intelligence, reciprocity. Nature mirrors our earth and all of the cosmos and nature mirrors us and we mirror it. Reciprocity. To create a healthier humanity, we need to start recognizing the power of nature to heal and the innate potential within each of us to heal. Not only recognize the power, that energy intelligence, but be willing to align with it and express it for good. To create a healthier body in the microcosm, we need to recognize our cells and our organ systems are not mutually exclusive. Everything is a microcosm contained within the macrocosm. We need to understand and respect the impact our choices will have on our own health, on ourselves as a whole, and on the planet as a whole. At times, it is necessary to bypass the truth, to create a temporary balance. But we need to reserve our inorganic choices of healing for true emergencies. 
and to turn to nature intelligence and our energy intelligence as our foundation and our first line of action. Choosing inorganic, non-living options over and over again is literally killing us and reinforcing our lack of trust in ourselves. Artificial elements such as prescription drugs and even vaccines create a block in the system, not flow. Again, sometimes they're necessary, but it would truly behoove us to look at how we can support ourselves without blocks and instead choose flow and trust. This brings me back to my passion for essential oils, homeopathic remedies, and energy medicine, and other solutions with high frequencies. They're important tools to restore physical health because at the same time that they're restoring our physical health, they are also communicating with other aspects of the body. They open flow rather than close it down. High-quality essential oils and homeopathic remedies contain the imprint of the whole plant within each drop. Again, the microcosm within the macrocosm and the macrocosm within the microcosm. These tools have energy intelligence and they can positively impact our body, mind, and souls in ways beyond what our human mind can understand. This is not only okay, but it's important. Problems are not resolved at the same frequency from which they are created. Ill health is not resolved at the same frequency from which it is created. To find long-lasting or even permanent solutions, we must be willing to step outside of the paradigm from which they were created. This is going to take some surrender some creativity, some openness. It's going to take flow. Take a look at your life. Where do you desire change or healing? Are you willing to step outside of what you've been doing to attract in a higher vibration of energy to come and support those shifts you desire? Are you ready to open your mind and more importantly, your heart? To tap into the unseen? The unseen energy has far more to offer us than that which we can see. The physical is very limited, and the energy, nature, is limitless. I hope I've inspired you today. I hope I have spurred your curiosity, and perhaps you're hungry for more. And if so, I want to invite you to register for Awaken. Awaken is offered two times a year at the spring equinox and the fall equinox. And it is my free four-day masterclass. And it's coming up in March, the spring equinox. I'll be hosting a one-hour Zoom experience with a Q&A period after for four consecutive days. I hope you'll join me there for more discussion on the topic of energy intelligence, raising the vibration of our planet, healing humanity, and stepping into the bright, illuminating light that you are.
I've put a link for you to learn more and to register either below or in my show notes, depending on where you're experiencing this episode. And I can't wait to participate in this experience with you. Thank you so much for being here and listening. Thank you.